I'm gonna get a Mando. I'm gonna get a Mando. Oh, I'm gonna get a Mando. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, episode 473 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Lover. And on today's episode, as you might have heard, it's all gonna be about me getting a Mando. Kind of my five makes and my five breaks. Well, see, the breaks, the breaks have nothing to do like what would break, what would prevent me from getting a Mandalorian pinball? And what would make me have to get it? So they're kind of they're kind of separate. But let's let's just start by getting right into it. First of all, I just wanted to uh, say thank you to everyone who uh, saw my rather emotional video of me coming down between the mountain range after getting my uh, vaccination the other day. I think over fifty of you took the time and energy to watch it, and a minute and a half of me just basically saying that I was happy to finally have got my vaccination. I felt great day one. Then yesterday, I thought I was feeling good. And then in the afternoon, I started to feel a little tired and groggy. I thought, oh, I'll just go for a nice bath. I like to go for a bath in the afternoon. Let's do a pinball podcast. You know, just enjoy myself, relax, uh, watch the sun go up. You know, or sorry, so the sun start to come down in the afternoon from the, the windows in the bathroom. And I fell asleep in the tub. And like, I woke up and the water was cold. I was like, whoa, that wasn't like, and like, I was the podcast I was listening to had like another half an hour left. So I know I know I was out for at least half an hour. Okay. I'm not going to say the podcast was uninteresting or even name it because then it, it was just me. It was just, I think it was finally catching up to me, but even going to bed last night, I was like, nope, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm good to go. I'm feeling pretty healthy. A couple of my other friends had the AstraZeneca and they felt like garbage for a couple of days. I've, you know, overall been pretty good. Just a little nap in the afternoon. And then I woke up this morning and I swear to God, my spleen was on fire. Like it was just like, like, I don't know if you feel wherever you are right now, unless you're driving or it's unsafe or something, uh, you know, if you feel like, you know, just lower than your sternum between your, where your rib cage goes together, just to the left of that by like one inch, then like, I don't know, kind of going down. I had no clue that my spleen was even there. I didn't even know what a spleen was. I just woke up and this big thing was like inflamed and like hurting, not like bad pain, but like gentle pinch, you know, a little flick to the ear, something like that, you know, like it hurts, but it's not like, ah, it's like, I don't know, whatever, 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 however you'd scream if it didn't hurt that much. Anyways, so looked into it. Apparently your body, that's like pretty normal when you're reacting to a vaccination that your spleen is like making extra, some type of blood cells or something. I don't know if it doesn't go down within 72 hours. I'm supposed to obviously like call the health department, double, triple, quadruple check, which I'll gladly do. And if I have to go to the hospital, I'll go. But I'm actually feeling quite a bit better today. Uh, I was just a little bit more careful with my food and just took a little bit. Maybe maybe it had something to do with that. I'm not sure. But uh, anyways, I'm feeling much better and I'm very excited. I wanted to come at you two days ago with this episode because shortly after getting vaccinated, I found out that it's official. Of course, we had heard this before from Canada, but it's official that Mandalorian pinball and i thought at first i thought it said the Marty lorian and i was like no that's from the final round i don't think that's a real stern thing but then again jeff's kind of tight there with some of the stern guys so maybe he already knew the Marty lorian was coming and then i was like no it can't be the Marty lorian because 
See, Marty Robbins is already, uh, and congratulations. Can we do a round of applause here? I'm, I'm going around a big circle here for Marty Robbins and the entire team over there at Haggis Pinball uh, on Fathom, the Mermaid Edition, the Fathom 2.0 with the new code that Marty did. It's already more than half sold out from what I understand. So that's just incredible. Uh, unlike most people, I think the price was nearly perfect. Now, had they only sold say 25 or less at this point, I go, Ooh, they missed the mark. They should have been like 500, 600 under. I still think, I still think the classic, no one's going to buy the classic one. I'm sorry for that little difference for how rad the differential in looks is just aesthetically on, on the mermaid edition. And then now you've got the 2.0 code, which makes it even better. It's like a win, 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 especially if you're, you're someone like me who, you know, can barely change, do more than change the rubbers or give it a little wax, wax on, wax off. Uh, I can balance a pinball machine. I can set it up very slowly. And now that I've unboxed a one-up arcade, I think I'm ready to unbox a real pinball machine. Can you guys believe I'm almost at 500 episodes of a pinball podcast and I've never even unboxed a brand new, uh, you know, mechanical pinball machine, real pinball machine, if you will, right? So it's time. It's time. But let's count down the five ways that I would not, would not be buying this. If any, if it, well, here, sorry, here's the, let's start with the five reasons, the five makes, the five reasons that I, I would have to buy this. These things are good. Okay. Number five on this list is very, very, very simple. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you will know how important this is for me. This is the art. Okay. If I hated the art on all three packages, I couldn't get them. I definitely can't afford an LE. I probably shouldn't afford, or I would definitely have to sell like two or three pinball machines instead of just one. Probably I kind of have a self-contained pinball budget. And, you know, I thankfully I've sold eight and a half thousand dollars worth of pins since I got here. And even including the one up arcade, I've only spent about three and a half. So I've got that extra five there. Um, I like to kind of keep my, my pinball budget self-contained to a certain amount. Uh, that being said, I've been fortunate enough to have a little extra money recently. So fingers crossed, so long as the estimate for my house to get a new roof and the estimate for our septic tank is not through the roof, uh, sorry for the pun, then I 100% will be able to get Mando if these five things are insane. So if all three editions of the art were horrible, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But as reported on Canada's Pinball Podcast, he had mentioned, and he's been right so far about Mando, so I'd, I'm guessing he's maybe right about this as well. He had mentioned that Randy Martinez, and I have said on this show from the very first time, I believe I was the first person to even uh, do a podcast after the Randy Martinez artwork. He's the gentleman who did the most incredible artwork uh, on any on any. Star Trek machine, certainly I'll say that. And, and honestly, one of my favorite Sterns of recent times is, of course, the comic book edition of Stern Star Wars. So if there's anyone that, I, I mean, really anyone that Stern's hired in the last few years other than maybe Johnny Crap, uh, if they do the artwork, it's going to be a buy, buy, buy for me. And probably not maybe the Led Zeppelin. Sorry, Jeff Teals. Uh, and number four on this list is... For all of you who know how much I love Hot Wheels, you'll know that if there's even one or two sounds off, it will drive me bonkers and I can't deal with it. So number four, I've grouped them all together and I'm sorry for the people who work in the callouts department who argue with the music people or say it's different. I, I grouped you all together. I put you in here as sound. 
if, if first of all, you better darn well get the Mando music. It's epic. Second of all, I hope that, you know, it's not too repetitive like certain games like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You heard that theme song a lot. I don't want to hear it that much. I do not think the Mando theme song could ever be be, be nearly that annoying. So it's so it's probably fine. But I want every different mode to have a different feel to it and a different excitement. And I want the music really to help build the emotion. And really, I understand a lot of times playing in bars, it, it can't do it for you. But can I interject? Yeah. What are you saying? What's going on? in regards to... The music, I totally agree with what you're saying because it's sort of like um, like Harry Potter and Game of Thrones, Jurassic Park. It really sets sort of the tone and the the scene, you know, with the you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, and <laughs> in Jurassic Park, I've played that for like an hour and a half straight, and and the music's always got me more into the game. It hasn't pulled me out of it, and when I play a game like Hot Wheels or I watch someone stream a game like Hot Wheels, which is more so the case especially when you're just watching one person stream, it's not an arcade with a whole bunch of machines going. All I can hear is the sound of the air compressor and the ding, ding for the cargo, ding, 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 ding. And then I feel, I, I see, I used to work at Ford. I worked at Ford for years as a security guard. And every time guys were driving the cars to the different parts of the factory, you always heard those. And constantly in my ear, I heard like, you know, you're going to the finishing area. There's like 5,000 air guns going everywhere all the time. So to me, it reminded me probably of being at work. So it's probably more irritating to me because I worked there for seven years on an office security guard almost all the way through college, right? So for me, maybe that just, you know, in my mind, it reminded me of, you know, that bad memory. But if the sound, the music, or the callouts are not killer, I can't go for it. Thanks for, and you've never literally, drop Target Danielle, this was not planned. She's just sitting over here, what are you eating? You're eating some loud snack. She's eating fishy crackers two, <laughs> two inches away from me. Mouth open, just <laughs> fishy crackers, and then just starts talking in the middle of a podcast. I'm just kidding. No, you don't eat fishy crackers like that. That's me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but no, thank you for saying that because uh, I do appreciate you saying that. You're, you're welcome. Uh, and feel free, please. Believe me, the audience would like me to be interjected more often. So if you, know, if you agree or disagree on any of these... I think I told you about this earlier. Uh, it was also said on the same podcast that the callouts might be done by, uh, do you remember? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, that's right. Uh, of I think he's mo his most famous show, wasn't that Arrested, Arrested Development? Development? Yeah. Oh, Arrested oh, Development. no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's that. not his most famous Tobias. one. Tobias Efuke. Efuke, the doctor... The doctor gives away all his money for those of you who haven't seen on Arrested Development just to spend one weekend with Carl Weathers. And I don't even think it was like an official thing, but Carl Weathers made some money. So, but no, if, if the if the callouts are by Carl Weathers, that's going to be incredible. I don't even care who the callouts by as long as they either are authentic or they sound authentic. I'm probably okay with that. And maybe yeah. a little more spirited, a little more energy than Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Because I love Hopper, but I, I I don't know about those callouts. But anyways, so number four on the list is sound, music, and callouts. Number three on the list is the mechs and the toys. So you're a little bit newer to pinball. You don't really follow this. What the heck is a mech? I don't know. You don't know? It's a mechanism. Yeah, I know. I well, yes, know. congratulations. I know uh, what a toy is, but I, I don't know. Is it like a like a, a magnet or something or like a little hole where the ball sits and then like pops out. I, I don't, I don't know. So a mech can be is that's where it gets tricky, right? Like what is a mech and what is not a mech? So I think something really simple that was probably a mech. If you think back to when we rented the walking dead, uh -huh. 
Um, the big well walker guy there was what's called a bash toy mech. Okay. You would hit. That's the same as like. Um, or like the, the ghost on Ghostbusters. Yeah. Slimer. Slimer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Slimer is definitely a mech. There's some things that are like arguable whether or not they're a mech. Um, but for the most part, you get it. Like one that's not arguable would be a Metallica Sparky there in the middle that you, you bash. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like something big that typically should move. Ideally not be on a spring. Ideally would actually open up and move. So my favorite mech, as you probably already know, is only on the premium alley of Jurassic Park, which we couldn't afford at the time. Is that the dinosaur head? Yes. That moves, that moves around with the mech. See, you know what a mech is. So if there's really cool mechs or really cool toys, and the difference between those two is, again, kind of blurry, but if there's really cool mechs or toys, that's probably even slightly more important than the music sound in college for me. Because that I can all turn off or tune out or pump some rock music. or And even with the newer Sterns, what's nice is you can turn the music up and have the sound effects off or have the sound effects up and have the music off or vice versa. Or like you can change it and add in your own music. I don't know. It's crazy. There's like a whole DJ system. It's great. Um, so that would be nice. And what's the number one mech or toy that you think everybody wants to see in The Mandalorian? <clears throat> the child. Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. Grogu. Yeah, something like that. Cha 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 chia. He's like a chia pet. He's got a Grogu on his head, and then I don't know. Uh, no, I call him Baby Yoda because that's what he is. He's Yoda, but he's a baby, and he's so cute. And he's also my favorite character to play with in Fortnite. Yes. Because your little backpack. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I hate that's it. okay. Because he makes his cute little baby noises. Yeah, he makes the cute little baby noises. <laughs> and also, I think if they're really good people, not if they're like sadistic, but if they're really nice, kind people, and they're playing just for a second when they look at you and they see that they see you have your best scar on and they see your Mando and they're going to shoot you and kill you so they can win Fortnite. But then they see cute little baby Yoda mm -hmm. behind you and he goes, and eats a little froggy or something. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, for a second, they don't want to shoot you. And then you shoot them and then you win. And then they're like, oh, Grogu, you ruined it. I don't know. That could be wrong. I'm sure there's certain players who just like purposely go after you if you're set up as Mando. But um, all right. Next thing on this list is number two, the code, the code. So there's lots of machines that I don't like the code in and probably the number one one would be Star Wars because Star Wars is 100% all about multipliers. And I mentioned this on the other Mando podcast quite often at Monday Night Pinball Call the Office in London. Uh, people would come up to me all the time and go, you could have had like a million points at one shot if you had just moved your multipliers to here and done this and then hit this drop target bank. And then wait, you got to keep it at time 60 the whole time. And I'm like, I don't know the words that are coming out your mouth. And I'm not as smart as you don't think I'm not. Comprende pas? Nope. Exactly. So I didn't under, I don't, when they get that complex, I've also like Batman 66, too complicated. People have tried to explain to me like 15, 20 times. You give me something like Deadpool where I just know I got to beat the one dude, then I got to beat the other dude. Now it gets tricky with the freaking chimichangas inside the space balls and the, you know, when you're adding in all the other stuff. But like Batman 66 to me is a good example of being too. But then on the flip side of that, you've got something like Monsters where it's a little bit too simplistic. Maybe something like Ghostbusters, where it's a little bit too linear. I actually love the code, uh, and some people don't like the code, but I actually love the code on um, Game of Thrones. Okay. Absolutely love the code. Probably my favorite code is on Jurassic Park. I just I love how there's several ways to get to the end on that one. 
Um, so far, it sounds like maybe Avengers could be a little complex for me. And, and even Jurassic Park is complicated, but for some reason I can just play it and figure it out, right? Yeah. So the code will be number two for me. You don't care about the code, really. That's not something that I've ever paid attention to. Like, of course if not. It's, if it's like to go up this ramp, like if it's like that, then I can do that. But if it's figuring out how many points to get, I have no idea what's going on. Then that's okay. That's where your that's where your interest is. I mean, it, there's tons of guys who are car guys. A lot of my buddies who I hang out with, and I start talking to them, and they're like, "I did blah 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 to the carburetor," and I'm like, "Dude, I don't care because I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know." I don't know if the carburetor's inside of the trunk or the antenna. Okay, I'm not sure. So I don't even want to. You know, I'm not a. I'm not a handy guy that way. What are the? What do they? What do they say on Red Green? If they can't find you handy, they might as well find you handsome. No, if they can't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. <laughs> well, I'm neither. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. Albert Brooks without a creek. Duct tape on you. I oh, I always carry duct tape. What do you think is stringing together these underwear? <laughs> TMI. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. No, I've I've moved up. I just use scotch tape on my underwear now. It lasts longer. Um, okay. So number one on this list is the shots. The shots are going to be the number one make or break for me. And I'm hoping, I think in previous times, this is what happened. Usually on Friday, we get the pro video. I do believe probably it will be Monday since it seems to be every single solitary Monday that Stern... Did they break that once in the past five years or something and not do it? I could be totally wrong. It could happen tonight. It's quarter after eight. Dead Flip could be on right now live uh, doing Star Wars. I should go check, but I'm not going to. But uh, anyways, if that happens, whenever we see the first video, whenever we see the first live stream, be sure to come back here to the Pinball Nerds podcast. You're going to hear me do a top five fast thoughts after seeing it. But I can tell you this. That if all of these things, or even I would say four out of these five things, either the artwork, sound music callouts, toys, mechs, code, or shots, if four out of five of those are like satisfactory to Orbital Albert standards, and yours, of course, mm -hmm. this is partially your money. We split all of our money, right? Yeah. Do you give me the full out drop target Danielle per mesh <clears throat> to spend? more money than I've ever spent on like two pinball machines on one. Well, yes. If you get rid of all the other ones, all of them, <laughs> all but one, what are you talking about? <laughs> the hell kind of, this is I'm why are you, if you're going to join the show, don't I'm be a Debbie kidding. downer. I'm going to start no, calling you Delt. I, I, I do. I do. I'm looking forward. I'm just kidding. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. I'm just kidding. All right. I'm excited for it. I hope it's everything that you desire. Honey, you're everything I desire. <laughs> the pinball machine will just be the cherry on, on top, top of the muffin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I used to call Danielle Muffin forever. That, that was probably TMI as well. But you know me. It's not a Pinball Nerds podcast without TMI. So that's how we do. That's how we do here. Okay, there's some other things I got to talk about. Thank you for joining the show. If you want to, if you want to chime in here, you can, but it looks like you're about to leave us. So thanks for joining the show. You're welcome. Say goodbye to the pinball nerds on your way out. Ciao pinball nerds. Okay. And I will be with you to watch an episode of Mando in about 10 minutes. Sounds good. Did you want to tuck in Luke and Leia? Yeah. Oh wait, come back here. We're going to tell everybody big news. Oh, yeah. Come back here. Okay, guys, believe it or not, 
Our sale actually went through on May the 4th. Be with you. I've spoken. Drop Target Danielle's here to announce our newest member of Homesteadia, the newest member of our herd. Luke and Leia now have a new friend coming, and he is Han Solo. He is an 11 or 12 week old boar goat. Yes. And he is fully intact, which means he still has his testes, which means that we can actually use him to impregnate, hopefully if they like each other. Leia. And then Leia would be able to have some babies and then have and milk for that, us. He's all white. He's got brown, like, hooves. Mm -hmm. And he has, like, a little brown fur vest. So he looks like Han Solo. <laughs> So cute. He looks like Han Solo in the first three movies. It's incredible. And the other part that I really like is because of the type of goat he is, uh, his babies, so not Leia, of course, but after he impregnates her, hopefully, she, her milk is very, very good for drinking, but it's very low milk fat for a goat. So it's really hard to use to make butter or to make ice cream uh, or to make yogurt or to make sour cream or kefir or any of these other cool milk products you can make, right? But... The boar's milk, because it'll be 50% alpine and 50% boar, uh, they're much, they're one of the highest milk fats you can get. So we can now actually make butter fairly easily with all of these uh, different things. So very excited for the new edition. And it was just funny how finally the girl got back to us on May the 4th and like then Mando got released on the same day. And I was also like, I got vaccinated. So I was kind of like thinking about my mortality and whatever, like, I don't know. And I was just like, screw it. Screw it. As long as there's money for the new roof and the septic system, I'm spending the rest on a Mando. And if I have to sell everything other than Future Spa, I would sell the one up arcade before I sell Future Spa. That's not going anywhere. I don't want to sell any of my other machines, but I mean, I'm probably ready to get rid of Fireball Classic um, or Jungle Princess. But anyways, I can't wait. Okay, I'll see you soon. All Go right. put them out there. Bye. Yeah, bye. Oh, make sure you take Ellen out to go for a bathroom break. Hi, Tones. So I want to do a quick update. I did let you guys know very quickly about a contest coming up. Basically, you have between now and Canada Day. So it's uh, two months minus six days. So get going. I don't care if you pay someone on five or five bucks to sing you a song. You don't have to. Uh, I don't care if you just make a silly little rap over another different song. Uh, you don't have to play your own instrument, even though I think it, there's bonus points. I would ask that it's not longer than 30 seconds. But as you, many of you know, the only five people who can't go in the competition are the five people who did theme songs for me before, and you know who you are. So I really want to hear some new ones. If I do manage to get five decent ones, however many decent ones I get by Canada Day, I'm going to spend one month either practice playing them, letting you guys hear them, forcing you over to the Pim Owners uh, Podcast Facebook page to vote for them. And I've decided because it was going to be $500, $250 was going to be uh, in the form of Hummingbird Homestead and Pimble Nerds Podcast trading card products. And the other $250 was going to be spent on you basically being here. However, I realize there's lots of people that listen that are in the UK or other parts of Europe or say Australia or even like California who there's, you know, $250 towards a flight is nothing. So what I've done is I've said, if you can't make it out here, 
I'm not just going to give you that money cash because that's just like crazy. That's like I can't afford $500 just to make a theme song up if I don't get extra content with you coming out here and the pleasure of getting to meet you and hang out with you and everything else from coming out here. I'm just not going to do that. But what I will do is you will get a $250 virtual Zoom or whatever messenger with you know the camera on so you can see what you're bidding on. I'll give you a $250 uh, shopping spree that you can do through Zoom. And I'll lay out all of our products uh, out, you know, on the table and talk to you about all of them and stuff like that. Whatever. You can spend 250 bucks, and I'll even ship it for free to wherever the hell you are. I don't care wherever the hell you are in the world, even if it's another 100 bucks to get it there. I don't care. So, yeah. Anyways, if you're someone who wants to use the extra $250 in towards coming out here and, and hanging out and getting to visit the homestead and play some pinball with me, and hopefully by then, knock on wood, by, I don't know, this fall or, you know, maybe the spring safely people can travel great play a tournament maybe if not just like i said you get the 250 dollars spending spree and if you really really don't want any of those things i will gladly donate say you're someone who's well off and you just don't care about getting maple syrup or owens dills to give you thrills or pinball nerds podcast trading cards the most rad pinball trading cards on the planet then all you do is you take that money and just i'll donate 250 dollars to the pinball charity of your choice, or I'll donate that $250 to really any pinball location of your choice. Ideally, probably, you know, I, I guess my only thing is, I don't, I don't even care. I was going to say if it was someone who worked at that bar, maybe that's not cool, but I don't care. Even if you work at a bar and you want to donate the money to your bar, cool. Just if you write a good 30 second song, um, perhaps maybe not mentioning all of the pin turns, maybe just saying the word pin turns, not their names, because sometimes pin turns come and go, which happens. And you know, well, I like to keep it fresh anyways. And I don't know how much pin turning I'll be doing in the future. It's really hard to ask for pin turns in the middle of COVID. What if I ask for a pin turn and then they got sick or something, right? So I'm kind of waiting to this whole thing to blow over till I go back to the pin turns, but I'll be back. Pin turn, I'll be back. Don't worry. And we're getting there. Like I got my shot a couple days in, uh, another couple months, I'll get another one. I'll be good to play uh, good old pinball tournaments. Okay. What else I want to say and wrap up here? Um, I kind of hinted on it earlier, but I was going to do like a whole episode kind of calling out Delt because I thought that, uh, so for those of you who don't know, Delt was recently, someone named Delt from Pinside, I've seen him on there before. Uh, he was interviewed by Zach Many on the pinball show uh, a couple days ago. And it took me five tries to get through that podcast. Five tries. That's how negative it was. I was like, whoa. I was like, it was actually like giving me anxiety. Like I was like feeling bad for Jeff and feeling bad or, or Jeff. Sorry. Oh my God. Oh, sorry. I was feeling bad for Zach and I was feeling bad for Delt at the same time going, oh my God, like this is like, this is the worst I've ever, ever, ever heard. Like anyways, I will say this. I will say this. Zach. Next time that you want to have someone on who's going to be negative and rude and maybe challenge you at your ideas, have me on because I'll at least do it respectfully and be funny. I'm not going to be quite that combative. I don't think so. You'd have to do something pretty wrong, buddy, for me to be. I, I can't even imagine me being that upset with Zach. I, I'm pretty sure when we actually get to uh, hang out and party in real life, we'll probably be pretty good buds. So, uh, But anyways... Zach, I'd love to come on the show. I mentioned that the other night uh, before the flipping out stream on the Poor Man's Pimble podcast. I was like, wow, that was a bit of a train wreck. I'm shocked, actually, that Zach even aired it. But 
you know what, there was probably some questions in there that other people have said. And maybe Zach was just sick of people saying stuff like that on Pinside and he really just wanted to clear clear the air. That's what I assume it would be. I wouldn't be shocked if that podcast didn't get as many listens as probably anyone with Dennis on it or any of the other guests because just it was my least favorite episode ever. That's all I'm going to say. I'm trying to say it nicely. It was my least favorite ever. But probably better than most of my episodes I've ever done are certainly like, uh, you know, certainly more... Um, uh, controversial. We'll say that certainly more controversial. So what else did I want to say? Uh, I was thinking ahead there of Jeff, Jeff Teolis and Marty Robbins uh, did an excellent job with Ed Robertson. Loved, loved, loved that interview. Just so interesting to me to think that a buddy of mine, Jeff is like friends with Ed Robertson. I will say this, Jeff, if Ed Robertson invites you to his cottage, doesn't matter if it's to go swimming in a lake that's freezing cold or not. And I don't want to ruin this for anyone who hasn't listened to the final round. Go listen to that first. So there's your spoiler alert. But if Ed Robertson invites you to his cottage, even if it's to do something you don't want to do, just say yes. Ed, I'll come there. I really will do the polar bear song. I've always wanted to do that. I mean, I have a lake near the end of my property that I get to go skate on and play on and have fun. And it, it's, it's just, it's beautiful and it's wonderful. But uh, awesome episode. Go listen to that on the final round. It was so cool. Um, really enjoyed that. I really think the final round is just, uh, I mean, with Saps being gone and they were one of the bigger interview shows now, I really think that final rounds really, even without competitive pinball there, they've just been killing it. So go support your local favorite podcast. When it's safe, go support your local barcade. Let's get things back to normal. Get the vaccine when you can so that we can all get back to normal because the quicker we all get vaccinated, the quicker we can take the freaking masks off and throw them in the garbage, the quicker we can all start hugging, licking doorknobs, going to big pinball shows, going to concerts, going to sporting events. Does everyone get your vaccine? Then we can go live life again. Please get that happen. I will say this. One thing that did not go well for me in the last week is uh, my over $100 collection of Weezer NFTs is now down to a $17. So I've lost about 450% on them. That being said, I did buy the bottom of the market around seven cents to 11 cents American. I bought a lot of NFTs of my favorite song on their newest album. This is the final song on their newest album called La Brea Tar Pits. Until next time, Pimble Nerds, remember to Mando Pimble and eat, sleep, breathe, Mandalorian. I have spoken. It's just the way that it And I don't want to 